0: One of two ways. We can go with the, oh my God, making appropriate jokes, etc. Or you can be all serious about it. If you want to be all serious about it, it takes all the fun out of it. But, I mean, my wife sent me this headline. And she said, is this real or is this from the onion? She hit me with this headline. Oregon man sent a psychiatric... (sighs) (sighs) Sounds like a typo. (laughs) Oregon man. Let me have a drink of coffee. See if that helps. Close relative of Florida, man, apparently, uh-huh. as we'll soon hear. Uh-huh. Oregon man sent to psychiatric hospital for beheading mother. Oh, you think? That'll do it. So uh, I wondered how I missed this story. So I Googled to see if it was real. And it's a real story. It was the the result yesterday. The guy was sentenced. It happened a year ago on Mother's Day. This dude Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, this dude beheaded his mom, then carried her head into the local grocery store. Well, first he drove into town, because they're country folk. Drove into town, carries mom's head into the grocery store. And then goes to stabbing on some people there. Just completely fruit
1: loops. Yeah. The the, the proverbial homicidal maniac.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely, completely fruit loops. Oh my Yikes. god. Well, people started screaming.
1: What you think?
0: Because he walked in holding my head. Oh, that's why. <laughs> God dang it, I'll bet they were screaming. And then he went to stabbing on some poor old guy, uh, checkout guy, oh, who's okay.
1: This is a nightmare. But, but Why are you bringing us this horror? And
0: so they wrestled him to the ground, and then yesterday was the sentencing, and they decided, yeah, he's crazy. He's going to the loony bin. But, but reading further down, he, like, uh, th- this happens. I mean, this is what we've decided in society I guess, you know, John Hinckley Jr., who shot President Reagan, you know, after a while they, they they decide, you know, he is crazy, it's not his fault, and he's fine now, so let him go to the mall and go to a movie. Right. This guy gets an evaluation as early as 90 days from now to see if he's still crazy, and if he's not, and if he's, <sighs> if he's doing better, then maybe he gets to go to a local movie. I don't and know hopefully... what I
1: was thinking back three months ago. I mean, I, I was a little hot-headed, I admit that. I had some problems, but I feel much better now. Good freaking God. Oh, boy. Wow. And
0: again, if you drill down on this, it takes all the, the fun out of it. Uh, but um, yeah, let's not. That is some headline. Oy. Jeez. If, if you were at the grocery store and somebody walked in carrying a severed head, it would take Why you a the while. People are to, I, I'm almost ready to
1: vomit. It would
2: take stop. You, it. It. it would
1: take you a while to think, is that a novelty? Right. You'd think uh, Kathy. Am Griffin, I asleep? Trump head. You know, that sort of thing. Am I dreaming? Am I asleep? <laughs> you are sleep deprived. I rarely think that during waking moments. <laughs> wow, that's, well, that's insane. That is troubling, uh, how do we troubling f- stuff. How do we feel about the,
0: you commit just the worst of crimes, and then at some point they say, eh, well, he was crazy, then he's okay now, we're, we're experts, and we know this. I'm okay with it. You are? Yeah, because well, I, I think know. it's
1: done with great restraint. I don't know. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, I don't think there are many cases of that sort of thing going bad. There you are
0: some. Sh- you shouldn't get life in something for severing your mom's head. Maybe. <laughs> why, I don't know. It just seems like there's some but line your are
1: But if you're completely psychotic...
0: Yeah, that's too bad. You I can't guess be you- held
1: responsible for your actions.
0: That's right, and that's why you have access to the library and the gym and you can play and tennis movies, if you want, you but mentioned. you're
1: not getting out. Well, all right, you're, you're, well, this is, uh, folks, this is the 16th century in Jack's world of treating mental illness. Do you want him chained to a bed? Do you want him poked with sticks? I would like to see this put to a pole. All right, we have a lot of stuff to get to. A pole. A pole, you say, a pole. <laughs> so, a crime roundup. And Jack is gone with the lurid and disgusting. I'm going to attempt to be somewhat more cerebral for are you?
3: you. Thank you, Joe.
1: I'm sure the texters will counterbalance me at 415-295-KFTC. Let them rip. 415-295-KFTC. We don't have to read them uh, uh, personally. We don't have to read them on the air, certainly. But I think it's a useful venting tool for society to get their incredibly inappropriate jokes out. Uh, Serious story. uh, 17-year-old Antoine Rose Uh, shot to death by an East Pittsburgh police officer the other day. Uh, He was in a car with guns and bullets and the rest of it, but he was fleeing on foot. Cop shot him, killed him. Um, Authorities have arrested the officer and charged him with uh, homicide. So uh, that's interesting. Let's see. I want to make sure I get this story exactly right. Um. Wow, interesting. Uh, They
0: Wow, did I? That's right. We were expecting a Supreme Court decision coming out at 7 o'clock. I I have was meaning to prepare for that because it's a big one on the whole, can the unions make you give money to them, and then they spend it on politics that you don't like. And the ruling has come down, and they have cited 5-4 again against the unions.
3: Yeah.
1: This is a big case. This is really, really going to... Hurt the unions, for instance, who own the capital of California and have the legislature on choke chains um, and and have brought the unfunded pension liability that will cripple city after city and county after county and eventually the state of California. Um, these unions will be weakened by this case. The decision reverses a four decades old precedent and upends the laws in 22 states.
0: Five four, though. So many 5-4 decisions. I want to know how Gorsuch voted on this one, because we've had in a couple of weeks, if you voted for Donald Trump, even if you don't like a lot of the things Donald Trump does, this is what you got. A whole bunch of 5-4 decisions that mostly went that direction because Gorsuch is on the court and not who Hillary would have picked. Well, sure. Yeah. That's the point
1: of appointing justices. And that's something, though.
0: I mean, right off the bat.
1: Yeah. A yeah. bunch of five fours. Yeah. Well, I, you know, my sympathies on this case are pretty well known. Uh, I think I've made them clear. But it's a guy who is compelled to be in the in the uh, government employees union in Illinois. He, he said, "I don't want to be. I don't want to pay dues, mostly because my dues are used to uh, to do politics that I loathe. I am being forced, in effect, to contribute to to speech that I abhor." And uh, five to four they've said, yeah, you're right. Very unsatisfying. But more on that to come. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, you know, I was uh, talking to a friend about this. The four liberal justice, justices see their jobs completely differently than, in particular, the four more conservative justices and Anthony Kennedy is a swing vote. You look at, um, for instance, the uh, the travel ban case the four liberal justices make it clear this is bad policy and we don't like it and Trump's a bastard and, and even though the president is granted these powers and he's exercising them, we don't think he should. Quite literally, if a president who's not Donald Trump had done precisely what Trump did, the, the four liberal justices said that's okay. But because it's Donald Trump and the stuff he said on the campaign trail, then it's not okay, which is just, you know, an Antonin Scalia would be tearing his hair out. He'd be saying, well, well, the four uh, conservative justices who are there are saying the same thing. It's it's, it's what's done that matters, not who's doing it. National laws, not men. You remember that? So it doesn't shock me that these are five to four decisions, but it does show the incredible importance of elections.
0: Well, and... I'm always just amazed that... So these people, and this is a problem with the Supreme Court in general, is that they almost all have the same life backgrounds and went to the same universities. Mm-hmm. They all went, for the most part, I think, eight of the nine went to the same two law
1: schools, Yale or Harvard Law School.
0: Right. But you come out with completely different worldview.
1: And eight of the nine are either Jewish or Catholic, yeah, I think? no Protestants. And no Protestants, right, which is astonishing from a, you know, if you think religion matters in worldview, well, and I think it does. Or if you just
0: want to represent the rest of the country, which right. is almost, you know, overwhelmingly
1: Protestant, for instance, and didn't go to Yale or Harvard Law School. But we'll be getting more fallout
0: on this uh, throughout the morning, I'm imagining. Yeah, boy, the, the 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 um diminishing of power of labor unions in this country over decades. Amazing the number, the percentage of people that are in them, and now uh, that they can't make you you know, give them the money and then spend the money on uh, on their political views. Huge
1: change in a half a century. Slowly, but right, right. Have a bunch more from the world of justice. It's uh, really interesting. We'll squeeze it in as possible. Including the FBI guilty of repeatedly overstating a certain threat that they've been talking about. Um, Systematically exaggerating how dangerous it is to let people have their civil liberties. Um, Are car manufacturers to
0: blame for distracted driving? Well, I think mostly we are, but they're helping us along. We'll talk about that at some point. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The conscience of the nation.
2: Here's a hymn to welcome in the day. Heralding a summer's early sweat. All of so, all
0: big Supreme in. Court announcement. And then the kind that's it's a little uh, harder to grasp and, and we'll see it play out over time. But most smart people think it's a really giant deal. I mean, it's not like when they announce, now gay people can get married. And all of a sudden, we un- we clearly understand. Oh, I get that one. Adam before. and Steve. <laughs> But it's very clear, you couldn't before and now you can. Major change, right? You know, that sort of thing. Obamacare right. is over or it's okay. This one is a, a, a little more complicated in that you can no longer force people in unions to pay
1: dues that then they're going to take the money and run ads that you don't like. <laughs> so Right, and you can't force public employees to join a union that they don't want to.
0: So I, I looked up the stats because I knew it was pretty surprising. And the, the Union participation peaked in the 50s. One out of three workers in America was in a union in the 50s. Hmm. It's now one in ten. And now, with this Supreme Court ruling today, uh, there's a lot less people, and now there's going to be a hell of a lot less money. I will tell you this, though. To spend on political ads that, for instance, in California, defeated all of Arnold Schwarzenegger's reforms.
1: That's right. Um, uh, That's a funny coincidence that it back in the 50s, it was the third of all workers. It is currently, if this information is correct that I got from a liberal outlet, um, a third of public employees are in unions right now. So... Quite literally, among public employees, it's like we're in the 50s. <clears throat> <clears throat> hmm. Although, you know, there are, well, let's not get into the value of unions. That's let's, too long a tangent. But Let's see how it shakes out, and maybe we'll
0: talk to somebody smart about this at some point.
1: But. FDR himself thought public employee unions were a terrible idea, incredibly dangerous. But Another 5-4 decision, which I always
0: find troubling, but that's the way it works. It's better than having a 4-4 four, four decision and they arm wrestle for
1: it. Yeah, you know, like I said before, it's just a completely different way of looking at government. So it's not getting together and assessing purely whether something's constitutional or not. It's so much about, do I like this policy or don't I?
0: So I think the biggest thing going on in the country is what happened the other night at the Red Hen restaurant there where uh, uh, the owner and the waiters said, we're not going to serve you because we don't agree with your politics. And some people think that's just awesome. And,
1: and, and then hounded the diners across town. And then you had a congressperson
0: say... You need to, if you see somebody from the uh, from the uh, Trump administration, you need to make it so they can't go to a gas station, they can't go to a restaurant, they can't go to a grocery store. Right? Yeah, you need to go to their house and scream at them. She said. So that's where we're headed with our politics. Ooh, boy, and I, you know, I think there's a lot of people. Woman that won a race in New York last night, knocking off the fourth most powerful Democrat. Um, she uh she said in an interview this morning. She said, "Yeah, I do think that's appropriate to uh, to hound." Huckabee Sanders out of the restaurant. So it's not just Maxine Waters that thinks that.
1: I think she and the half-wit Maxine Waters have have done an enormous favor to Republicans approaching the midterms.
0: Oh, I think so, too. But I also think there's a lot of people that believe
1: this stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, and if it's 10% on the fringes on each side... That is going to be a chaotic society. Well, and the trouble is it grows because even if your
0: side, whichever side you think is the pure side, if even if your side doesn't engage in that sort of thing, when the other side does not enough, at some point you will
1: because right. you have to. Right. Witness the beatings in various liberal cities in uh, California. Finally, right wingers decided to respond.
0: Uh, and it grows from there. And uh, Tucker Carlson was pointing out on his Fox show last night. He said there is a point of no return. And he said, I wonder where we get that. To where it does become, they did it enough, now we've got to do it, and then they're going to do it. And, I mean, there's just there's nobody that can step in and stop it. Does it end in assassinations? And then uh, national heartbreak and well, he reassessment? Was, he was talking about in the uh, 60s and 70s when we'd have thousands of political bombings in this country every year. Mm-hmm. It just was a fact of life. Yeah. Now it never happens. Right. Where are we going to go back to that? Anyway... Here's a, a couple of celebrities on cable news shows in the last few days.
1: I feel that we are in pre-Nazi Germany. The, the stages of things that are occurring on a daily basis, the obfuscation, the lies, the totalitarian behavior is shocking and horrendous. Yeah. And we have to be vigilant. They follow the exact pattern that Hitler has. He is evil. He is evil.
0: And the thing is, I thought, I'll come in and he won't really know because he's not that smart. He doesn't, you know, he'll just do a showmanship thing. But he's
3: evil. This is about racism. This is pure
0: and simple racism. That's all this is. The people who support him are frightened
3: to death of this country becoming uh, the browning of America.
1: So there you go. That's what's driving a lot of this. Well, I tell you what, if my sure. opponent is a racist and a Nazi, that justifies anything. It absolutely does. It
0: actually does. Yeah. If 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 there were Nazis gaining hold, I would be in favor of doing pretty much anything to stop them. Although I still think you could beat them
1: at the the ballot box. Sure. Making like, a better like a argument. Drum. Yeah. Any uh, listen, I say this not as a Trump supporter because I'm barely one at all. Um I say this as a student of history. Claiming that what's going on now is a lot like 1930s Germany is just stupid. It is stupid. It's so stupid. It is so incredibly ignorant. You have no idea what you're talking about. Now, if you are knowingly saying it because it whips people up and you think the politics of it is good, well, then, as you were. But if you're saying it because you think it's true, you are so wildly off base. It's it, it's practically like saying Donald Trump has two arms. Hitler had two arms. And being an all dramatic about it. Please,
0: come on. Boy, you know, and one of the things I actually wanted to do the research, it'd take a while, maybe I'll try to do that this weekend. Go back and find some of the headlines early on in the Trump presidency that led us in this direction for the for the people that are really scared. For the New York Times set, who every article, whether it's in the... About food or books or music, gardening in the age of Trump talks about what it's like to live with you know the uh, the the wannabe Hitler in the White House. Right. Um. A lot of it was based on in the beginning the travel ban. That was one of the very first. He oh, yeah. is he's like Hitler. He's so racist. The 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 religious test. He's like Hitler. The Supreme Court agreed with Trump yesterday. So it's not just one crazy Hitler wannabe. That thought that that was okay, the Supreme
1: Court thought it was okay, yesterday. yeah, I called the majority the five Hitlers uh devil's advocate point the uh the th- they're ruling on the third uh version of the travel ban, and it's narrowed somewhat from the first two, I guess. Um, well, I don't guess. I know. Um, uh, so the first one was was more objectionable to a so lot of people. So you believe
0: Trump is Hitler. Yeah. Oh, so right, you wanted
1: then. Hillary. Okay. That's I'm right. not a fan of Hitler. That's some good arguing there. Uh, I, what was that? Oh, listen. The one thing. Oh, NPR. You people are so disingenuous. You are such liars. The reporting on the ruling of the travel ban, which banned people from five predominantly Muslim countries. They use that phrase all the time. The AP did the same thing yesterday. All right. Look. It included non-Muslim countries. And did you realize, and this is Joe Getty's statistic of the day. Oh, well, I have music for that. Gladys pushing aside her harp and, and uh, tickling the, uh, the organ a little bit. That's an unfortunate phrase. Anyway, um, uh, the travel ban, the Muslim ban... And, oh, my God, I saw the protests in the streets and people making just sad efforts at saying how this was like, you know, you know when and you know whom. The travel ban affected 8% of the world's Muslims. 8%. Just like Hitler. In other words, 92% of the world's Muslims... Can get visas like they always could. Now, if that's a Muslim ban, it's a pretty damn bad one. Uh, this
0: is not nineteen thirties Germany, this is eighteen fifties USA. Say several textures. I sure as hell hope not. I am Oh a, yikes. I'm a little too old for Antietam. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: not charging that hill with Start a growing a long beards. Single fire rifle.
2: Uh, what are their headlines, Marshall Phillips? Uh, you've been talking about it—the U.S. Supreme Court dealing a big blow to labor unions. <laughs> yet, yet another top Republican leader howled out of a restaurant, and we've got a Japanese space probe about to bring back materials from an asteroid. Oh. What could possibly go wrong there?
0: Oh yeah, and no life on other planets, according to the experts. Coming up. Fourth of July is just a week away. Still got all ten fingers, not for long, huh? As soon as you get those firecrackers. Fireworks totally
1: banned in my hood. No, nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. I'm I'm much, sorry. Too I much Too much well, Yeah, I thought this was America. It, America is not America if it's on fire. It's Fire America or something. But yeah, it's too How's dangerous. How's a black cat on your side, sidewalk going to start a fire? Can't burn stuff. No burn and feel the burn. Of course, there's guys smoking cigars all over the <laughs> golf course, but uh, what are you going to do? huh? Mm-hmm. Barbecue grills, I assume. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah.
3: Oh, my annual reminder to NFL free agents, sign your contract before you decide to get showy with fireworks yeah. so you don't blow off a couple digits and lose millions of dollars, a la the New York Giants lineman And who or did have
2: your posse do it. Mm, that's what I need. Hey, a posse. hold
3: on to this firecracker way past
1: when it's advisable. There you go. <laughs> I'll, I'll let me light it for you.
2: Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, U.S. Supreme Court dealing a big blow to labor unions in their 5-4 ruling today. The high court said non-active members of public sector unions do not have to pay dues, the ruling overturning a long-standing precedent. Justices scrapping a 41-year-old decision that had allowed states to require that public employees pay some fees to unions that represent them even if the workers choose not to join. Today's decision gets rid of the so-called fair share fees that the uh, the non-members pay to the unions in roughly two dozen states. The suit was brought by Mark Janice, a child support specialist with the state's health department there. He claimed that having to pay these fair share fees to the union still amounted to compelled speech, even if the money wasn't going directly to political ends. He argued... Well, because pub- money's fungible. Go ahead. He argued public sector unionism is inherently political activity since the salaries and benefits unions bargain for impact state budgets and therefore the use of taxpayer dollars. Therefore, the reasoning goes public workers should not have to pay any union fees if they don't want to on First Amendment grounds. Justices agreed.
0: And uh, smart people have been telling us for years this is a big deal, so I'm going
1: to assume they were right. Well, in the blue states where unions own the capitals, it's going to be a huge deal because they buy election after election. Protesters continue
2: to hound Republicans. Right, you know,
1: I should, more accurately, they buy legislation after legislation. Yeah. Like in California, you have union lawyers sitting on one side of the bargaining table and former union lawyers who were elected to the legislature by union members on the other side of the bargaining right. table. Which is why, for instance, Jerry Brown in the legislature of California just gave a big raise to the prison guards when the auditor said there's no reason for this. We've got as many recruits as we can possibly handle. They're making more money than anybody in the country. There's absolutely no justification for a raise right now. But it happened anyway.
0: Wow. That's a good example right there. Oh, yeah.
1: It's incredibly bald-faced and egregious.
0: Yeah, we've got plenty of people who would do this job for what we're currently paying. I'm right. sure you got plenty of people who would do that job for less than you're yeah. currently paying.
1: And we literally have no problem recruiting people. we got people lined up out the door to do the gig right. oh, at you the can, current rate of You've pay.
0: won the lottery, you get a
2: prison guard job sure, it's in, good in a lot of I, states.
0: Yeah. Especially in California.
2: Protesters continue to hound Republican leaders over the immigrant family separation policy at the southern border. There was a group that confronted Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell Tuesday when they were leaving an event at Georgetown University. He was leaving with his wife, Department of Transportation Secretary Elaine Chow. Why are you separating families? Why
1: are you separating families? Why, you separating families? Why did you leave my husband alone? Why are you separating
3: families? Why did you leave my husband alone? The
2: protesters tweeting a video of the confrontation, showing him walking up to McConnell and yelling.
3: How do you
1: sleep at night? How do you sleep at night? How do you
3: sleep at night?
0: night? night? There you go. Meanwhile, uh, on my uh, side, uh, White House uh, or yeah, intern. Somebody yelled "F you" at the president last week, walking Uh, through the White House. To be former intern, you'd think you could walk through the White House as the president without somebody yelling "F you," but. Um, uh, I think it was at Capitol, wasn't it? Wherever it was. And hounded um, out of a restaurant and that whole story and everything right, like that. Right. Somebody's going to take a swing at somebody at some point. Oh, yeah. I mean, Or guaranteed. throw a rock at him or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a matter of time. And, and then yeah. where are we?
2: Well, White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders reportedly is now getting Secret Service protection after she was asked to leave the Red Hen restaurant in Virginia. So now they're getting Secret Service protection for a number of the uh, cabinet members. And, and again, the
1: red-hand thing, they told her, we're not going to serve you, you need to leave. And then the owner of the restaurant and other employees hounded them across town and organized a protest at the restaurant where the other people, Sarah Sanders and her husband, went home. The other people tried to go right. grab a bite, and they attempted to hound them out of that restaurant.
2: I don't know if you uh, caught Bill Clinton on the Daily Show with Trevor Noah. He was jumping to the defense of uh, Sanders after she got kicked out of that restaurant uh, over the weekend. He said last night he respects Sanders, but he did have a message for the Trump administration. You can't foment as much hatred as has been fomented by the administration without having a blowback. So if they want to have more civility, they need to stop the name-calling and take the lead, like I talked. <laughs>
3: Well, go.
1: listen, Bill. Engaging what both sides are doing like crazy right now. Yeah, but-ism. Um Somebody uh, uh, t- texted or emailed us the other day. Um, if only the other side would be more uh, civil, we would we would be fine. And that is everybody's attitude right now. So, Bill. Yeah, there's truth to what Bill said. But I tell you what, if you're not calling out both sides right now, you're a liar, and you and you're just you're pretending to be of good conscience. And you're pretending to be the adult in the room, but you're not.
2: Japanese space probe ready to begin research into the origins of life. It has now arrived at an asteroid 186 million miles from Earth after a a three-and-a-half-year flight. It's going to spend the next few months orbiting and mapping the surface of the asteroid. Then it's going to land. It will then blast a small crater and collect soil, rock, and dust samples, and whatever else it finds, and then begin
3: the trip back to Earth. Mm, It's that whatever else it finds that worries me. Yes. Mm.
2: Scientists do think asteroids were formed at the beginning of the solar system and organic matter from this asteroid might have contributed to life on earth life but not intelligent life we've never seen a virus behave like this let me hold it in my
1: hand that's the beginning (laughs) and the end you were saying scientists at oxford
0: university announced yesterday they don't believe aliens exist or intelligent life exists anywhere in the universe who said they this now? The, the researchers at Oxford University—they now think it's statistically unlikely that intelligent life exists anywhere in the non universe. Oxford is
1: a glorified community college.
0: <laughs> there's likely no. Done? There's likely no intelligent life outside of Earth.
3: I heard they were close to getting demoted from Ivy League school to Fern School. They're just not really up to no,
0: Um It's based uh, on the Fermi paradox, which I could get into if you want to, but I'm not going to.
1: I think it's kind of interesting. What if I want you to? You said you would if I wanted
0: well, I to. Well, I could oh, later right. if you'd like. I can't now.
2: There you go. That's your news. <laughs> I'm Marshall it Phillips. It takes
0: a while to get into the Fermi paradox.
1: <laughs> well, Lord knows you don't want to just dive right uh-huh. in. No, not at all. Need what? to dip a toe.
2: I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. And I just ate, so I really shouldn't dive yeah, in. All right. Mm-hmm.
0: It's just a quirk on our own planet that we have intelligent life. intelligent life here reading that dinosaur book. Could have very easily gone the other direction We don't even have that on our planet Let alone other
1: planets So does this uh, dinosaur book you're so enamored with uh, Posit that mankind would not have arisen With the dinosaurs around? Most likely not, yeah they'd eat, uh, eaten us up? Right hmm. Most likely not Interesting Yeah It's just a quirk they may be 100% right and or was, completely ridiculously wrong.
0: And there was an entire civilization on Earth for hundreds of millions of years before the dinosaur era. There was a giant uh, volcanic explosion that killed off all of that, and we started over again. S- uh, civilization? Well, uh, civilization's the wrong word. Okay. Um, uh,
1: ecosystem. I was going to say, are you like going into Chariots of the Gods zone own there? Ecosystem. <laughs> all kinds of different uh, right.
0: plants and animals and stuff like that that got wiped out before the dinosaur age came along. Right. Which lasted hundreds of millions of years. Right, so we're yeah, so we're a blip. So the chance that there's intelligent life on other planets, according to the Fermi paradox, of course, sure, is, which that, we all know about, well. very uh-huh.
1: low. So that so mankind probably will get wiped out as well. In right. turn, we'll probably wipe ourselves out, which is unique. And it could happen in two hours or fifty million years. So <laughs> plan accordingly.
0: <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The conscience of the nation.
0: President of the United States uh, took on Jimmy Fallon, the host of The Tonight Show, and and he talked back. So now he apparently he mentioned some of the other late night hosts. So Conan O'Brien, Stephen Colbert, and Jimmy Fallon got together and did a video uh, about the president. We'll play a little bit of that coming up in about ten minutes or so. Oh, that
1: was a tease. Yeah, okay, I thought that that we're was hear it was a tease. Breaking news! Breaking news! Brandon from <laughs> the Donkey brays... News break! No, when news breaks, the Donkey brays... It's actually breaking non-news. The Supreme Court has ended its term without any justices announcing retirement. I actually heard a cable news show that busted out the, there is some speculation that Anthony Kennedy might resign, which is the, I knew a guy who knew a guy who woke up in a tub full of ice with his kidneys missing, of Supreme Court (laughs) speculation. I mean, you are really out of material if you're going with that shop-worn old conversation. but. Evidently, uh, the only chance of a turnover in the court is going to be if the old Grim Reaper comes a-calling.
0: I got an update in the whole Harley Davidson story that I just got from uh, a business reporter. And, uh, God dang it, it is so true, and it's true on most stories every single day. If you don't want pay any attention to the news, you're uninformed. If you do pay attention, you're misinformed. You're better off not paying attention, in other words. Wow. Wow, but okay. In uh, hold on for that <clears throat> a second. So I'm um, I'm, I'm kind of into the straw wars. I live in a town where they outlawed straws. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard England just made a big move on that. And while I am, uh, in general, that kind of stuff drives me crazy. I mean, in the way it's implemented, I think a, a wait a waiter a waitress could actually go to jail for a night if she gives you a straw. Hilarious or like without asking, asking or whatever. Anyway, yeah. Um, uh, we do use a hell of a lot of plastic straws, and we ought to figure out something. Um, every day in the United States, five hundred million straws are used and thrown away. Five hundred million minute. a day? Is that possible? Wait a minute. That says it's one and a half. Obviously, do the math. About one and a half for every human. I don't. I, I don't believe that for a second. I haven't used a straw this week, for instance. I don't believe so somebody that at else all? is using a lot more. Oh um, well. Starbucks every, every Starbucks drink practically
3: comes with uh, and, a straw and not every straw that is thrown away is one that is used there's probably a you know uh, you open a straw it's broken you got to open another one that's two for the person who didn't use one that day
0: boy the st- the coffee places <sighs> your McDonald's stuff like that that'd be a lot of freaking straws my yeah. wife easily uses one and a half straws. Well, I'll grant
3: you a hell of a lot of straws are used, and there, there ought to be a better alternative than plastic that lasts, well, there you is. know, 5,000 years. There you, is, actually. You go to a restaurant, the water comes out with a straw in it. You order your iced tea, that comes out with a straw in it. The margarita, <laughs> that's got a, your third straw. That's one meal.
0: Yeah. They uh, give uh, yeah, you straws true.
3: with cocktails, too. What, do
1: you, what, what am I, eight years old? Give me this cocktail, let me drink it like a man.
0: I don't need a straw in my glass of water at a restaurant. I drink water at home all the time without a straw. Yeah. Right from the tap. Whoever decided. You needed a straw in your glass of water. That's very weird. Is it Freudian? Who is does it, that at it, home? Is
3: it the desire to return to the nipple? I would almost guarantee some sort of dumb health code thing. Right? It was done in the some sort of each person. Or yeah, a yes.
0: big straw convinced restaurants right. that uh, is a good idea because there's a lot of money to be made, obviously. Well, anyway... You know who's making money? Aardvark Straws. This company in Indianapolis who makes these paper straws. They're yeah. biodegradable completely. Perfect. They work, they're biodegradable. The problem solved basically. Beautiful. Um and they're uh Do They have stock. I want to buy it. Yeah, they've had a 5000% growth in the last 6 months or so. So nearly doubled.
3: <laughs> that seems like nice. a so much better idea than my lead straw proposal I was trying to get <laughs> off the ground. Not good. I was going to get lead paint chips
1: and
0: fashion yeah. them into straws. Like, it's, it's
3: almost indestructible. Like, Different they,
1: colors for the kids. Figured they'd last forever. You yeah. know, it's funny. Uh, when Jack walked into the <coughs> studio with this story in hand, Sean and I were in the midst of a conversation about Uh, How much packaging there is. We have way too much packaging in this country. Oh, no doubt. Part of it's born of our paranoia about getting poisoned or whatever. But my tuna snack that I eat every single day um, comes in a big, like, rigid, semi-rigid plastic case, which holds. Which probably isn't the least bit biodegradable. Or it'll take 200 years or whatever in realistic circumstances. But within the plastic case is a metal can with the tuna a foil wrapping around the crackers, and a plastic bag that holds a little napkin and a little plastic spoon. That's all for one snack that'll take me three minutes to eat. Right? It's it's like half a little trash can full of stuff. Yeah, It's just too much packaging in America.
0: And you don't need a napkin with a little bit of discipline. You could have your own spoon handy to eat that
1: every day. Sure, yeah. My yogurt doesn't come with a, a spoon and, and a napkin. I mean, it's handy and it's absolutely delicious. This is uh, the good folks at My Gourmet Tuna. <laughs> vending Machine Hi, Tuna. I'm Joe Getty from My Gourmet Tuna. No, it's not vending machine. No, I, I actually, they stocked it in our little uh, like convenience store here. Yeah. Um, and I liked it so much, I bought a gross of them from the company.
0: There you go. That's
1: right. Speaking of planning ahead.
0: Um, so I just uh, was watching a business guy talk about um, Harley Davidson and, and that sort of thing. N- both sides of the story are, are leaving stuff out.
1: On the oh, back that's right. Forth. That's how we started this.
0: Which is frustrating when you're trying to follow this. First of all, Harley Davidson absolutely de- de- decided long before Trump started talking tariffs to move their plant overseas. So... Now they get to say it's because of Trump's tariff and not have a good American Harley fans screaming at him.
1: So the Donald, what is tough to interpret uh, tweets the other day, it had a lot of it right.
0: That is absolutely true. Just an
1: excuse. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't think you should, if you're a good American, blame Harley for doing that because they're a business and they do what's smart for them. Given this information, ridership or number of motorcycles registered per year has dropped By half since 2006, Wow, half as many people are into riding motorcycles as they were in 2006, where overseas in Europe, it has doubled. So our craze has cut in half. Their craze has just taken off Mm. for everybody wanting to ride a motorcycle. That's where the market is. Right. If you're running a business selling motorcycles, especially around the globe, really expensive motorcycles, of course you want to build them over there and sell them over there. It's just the smart business decision to do. The whole story looks different in light of those facts, to me. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. There are half as many people interested in riding motorcycles in the United States. That's why Harley's hurting and and wanted to move a plant. Right uh, now, everybody's riding them over there. There you go. Huh? Well, I would think you know, the, talking about the the Harley crowd, I don't know who who they're picturing the Harley crowd being. You know, they're they're good Americans. Everything. It's a very expensive item. I think a lot of people buying. Twenty to thirty thousand dollar motorcycles have some idea of how the market works and capitalism, this and that.
1: Well, how many how many bikers of various descriptions, from you know orthodontists who like to do it on the weekend to the hardcore, have you heard coming out and saying, "That's it, I'm trading in my Harley, I'm getting rid of it." Good orthodontist voice. <laughs> I went with the, the latter, not the former.
0: Was that that voice? I think is who they're they're portraying as the harley rider but look around a showroom if you're ever in one they're thirty thousand dollar vehicles
1: well i'm not trading in my harley out of anger over this and neither am i (laughs) now if you'll excuse me i have braces to fit (laughs) where are my leathers
0: you're listening to the armstrong and getty show